As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can tune into our live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on Spotify? That's right. You can listen to our show live every week. But Corinne, you have to tell them the best part. Uh, how could I forget? Want to join the discussion, chat around the campfire, or share your own ghoulish and ghostly story? All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app by following the link in our episode description. Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. You can sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, you can listen to Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or join us to share your story on the Spotify Live app available now at the App Store. You bring the stories and we will bring you the campfire. everyone happy tuesday on this wonderful spooky fall day i'm gonna bring corinne up here this is campfire stories we freaking love talking about ghosts and so this is the opportunity for people to come up on stage and share their own ghost stories live with all of us hi hi sorry just you know technical issues everybody wanted you on stage for a little (laughs) extra no uh, it gives me so much anxiety i hate being up there by myself i know i feel like it's like a one-man show and i'm supposed to do like magic or something and i'm just like ah it's you know what it is it's those nightmares where you are back in school for some unforeseen like no reason and you are called upon to do a presentation that you didn't realize you had to do so you come unprepared it's those nightmares this is so evil, but when my grandpa was in the ICU a couple of weeks ago, all of us were talking about when he wakes up, what we were going to tell him. And my grandma was like, oh, I'm going to tell him mm-hmm. that he's been asleep for like months, that it's like Christmas is tomorrow. Oh. But me and my uncle were both saying we should, we were like, oh, when he wakes up, we'll be like, the test, the test is tomorrow. You're late for the test. Because those are the worst anxiety dreams. Like you still yeah, have the, the worst. presentation. Did you, what'd you end up telling him? We're glad you're awake and alive. Welcome back. <laughs> you chose the more loving, kind route, yeah, which we, I'm, we I think nice. is good. Yeah. You were nice. Um, okay. So this week, there's no theme. So we're just going to bring people up on stage to tell their stories. As always, 
please come share your ghost stories. Try to find a quiet place to tell your story just so that we can all hear you and that the recording is great and we can replay it successfully on our Two Girls One Ghost feed once we publish this. And also, you know, tell your story mm-hmm. as you need to tell it. But if you can try to keep it concise to five-ish minutes, just so we can bring as many people onto stage as possible tonight, that would be great. And then also we have something really exciting for next week. It's technically our Halloween mm-hmm. episode. We are having a special guest. And she's actually one of our listeners who we admire greatly and have been buying artwork and tarot cards from for a long time. It is Claire Fairchild, the owner of Black and the Moon, and also author of a new book, The Book of Seances. I mean, Claire's just so cool. Yeah. And she reads tarot cards. So she's going to come up here, talk about her book, and do tarot readings for our listeners. So... Right. What better way? Like when the veil is getting thinner, mm-hmm. we now have the opportunity for everybody to have their tarot read from an expert. Yes. And, you know, of course, Corinne and I are going to get in on that because why not? Get we love reading. <laughs> and then we'll have you guys get readings as well. And it will be just a Halloween hoot nanny, as we call it. Hoot nanny. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, so I'm going to start with Phoenix. Okay, lovely. Okay, I'm actually dying right now. <laughs> Hi. And, okay, I'm 27 and I'm fangirling like a 13 year old right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're excited to have you. You might work. This is nuts. Um, I've been trying to tell the story for a little bit, but this actually happened at the last house I just moved out of. And Okay, I'm glad you moved out then. Or maybe, well, hopefully. It wasn't a bad spirit or anything. Okay. So, it was crazy. I just kept seeing, like, you know, when you see things like the corner of your eyes. It was like, but it wasn't, yeah. from, it was like, it was like the top hat. And I got freaked out because, like, I was here with a shadow man. And I'm like, but the one day I seen this guy in my backyard, like, full, I can't make this shit up. Excuse my language. I, like, looking out the window, I seen this guy, full hat, full suit, everything. And I'm like, are you lost? Like, are you. Like, like a reenactment like I was just so confused <laughs> and I went to go out the backyard and there's nobody there and I kid you not about a week later my roommate seen the same thing he's like there was a guy walking around here he had this weird top hat like he kind of looked like Abe Lincoln and I'm like no way I'm like you seen him too and I'm like, okay maybe he's just like I don't know an elder or something he's lost and we're had the house for sale and we were literally about to close on it and we had somebody show up at the door and it was like another younger girl and her mother, she came and she goes, oh, like the mother said that it was her grandfather that lived there. And they were going through like a history project at school and they came with a bunch of photos. And I kid you not, the man that I seen in my backyard was in those photos, <gasps> same outfit. And there's, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. And I literally called my roommate over and I'm like, yo, I'm like, please tell me this is what you've seen. He's like, that's the guy. He's like, yeah, where is he? How is he doing? And I'm like, no, 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 you don't get this. I'm like, they're doing a project. This guy was like 150 years old. Wait, so did you learn this man's story? Um, Yeah. So he was just a family member that owned the house and this house was passed down for like generations until somebody, I guess, claimed bankruptcy and like lost it. So. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. So, So now in the afterlife, he's just like staying around it because he probably has so much of a connection to it 
Yeah. And it's like every time we're doing like renovations, it was like things would go wrong. Okay, but wait, mm. do you do you have the photo? I do. It's on <laughs> I will actually email it to you guys. It is the crazy thing because I took a picture of the photo. I was like I asked them, I'm like, please. And I told them and they were kind of like creeped out too. Oh my god. Oh, I cannot wait to see this. Yeah. I mean, I feel wow. I'm sorry that you had to experience that because that's he didn't mean like anything wrong it was just like I almost felt like he was lost yeah and it's also I mean this is one of those incredible stories where you have an answer to who it was which I feel like rarely happens when it comes to ghost stories so in that regard I'm just like super excited about it I still that's like the one like I have a bunch of stories but like that's the one that still blows my mind yeah like I really need to share that because having the family show up with like pictures I'm like right yeah, wow. That's incredible. That's also interesting that they showed up because I feel like if you're doing a family project about your ancestors, you don't, you usually do that from home. Or you know, you're not you're not really going out in the field. <laughs> and if you are, it's to the library or like the yeah. records, the registrar. Yeah. I thought that we were closing on the house that day. Yeah, that's wild. I actually witnessed it. Like if it was like the new owners, they would have been like, Okay, and right. well, this is amazing. Phoenix, please send us that photo. But one more quick one. Yes. Yes. So there he was literally babysitting my nephew like a few weeks ago. And so this was the new house. It was just me in the bed. And the baby is seven months. Definitely not walking, barely moving on his own. And all of a sudden, I felt something like land on my face. Like we're laying about his pitch black room and something landed on my face. Like it was like it felt like a cloth. And I was like, what? I was like, almost like the baby, like maybe moved and like moved one of his spit up cloths or something. And I put it off my, my, pulled it on my face. I turned like my phone light on. I looked at it. It was one of my socks and that sock I was going to wear that day, but it was like a really long, like work sock. And I ended up wearing like shorter shoes. So I got like tennis socks instead, but I remember putting this on the other side of my room. I don't know how the one, the other match is still on the other side of my room. And that was just landed on my face. That's so weird. Ew. I mean, only one at home besides a seven-month-old baby. Like, yeah, that just doesn't happen. But yeah. So, like I said, I have tons of stories, and I will guys end with that picture. But <laughs> I am so dumbfounded right now. I can't believe I crazy stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are great stories. We're so glad that you shared them with us. It sounds like you also are just in tune, and that that's why things like this happen to you. And hopefully, they. Oh, I always have. Yeah, hopefully they all are are at, on this level or not negative. So you'll have to email us and share them with us. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so I'm much, Phoenix. Them. Oh, thank you, girls. You guys are have a good night. We'll be looking forward to hearing the rest of this at work. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay, we have a couple more people from last week. So we attempted to grab who, who had some technical issues two weeks ago, but from last week we also had Davey and Brianna. Okay, I see Brianna on here. Davey, if you still want to come up and share your alien story, because I absolutely want to hear it, um, request to speak. Until then, I will bring up Brianna and we'll start there. Great. See, we remember. We make notes. Can you guys hear me now? Okay, now we're on. Okay, yes. I th- okay, I tried to turn my Bluetooth off and I turned off data. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie daisy. Uh, so I had the, okay, the Bigfoot can, story. Yeah. 
Yes. So uh, I talked to you guys a couple months ago when I was living in South Carolina and I recently moved back to Oregon, kind of in the middle of the woods with my family. Back to Bigfoot. Yes. And uh, I've, you guys have read one of my stories on the podcast before about my dad uh, encountering Bigfoot in the middle of his like hunting grounds a couple hundred miles away from us. But uh, yeah, over the last couple of months, um, we've been hearing weird noises in the backyard and it sounds like, like a monkey got loose, like it, like a really loud monkey. And it, it was the weirdest thing. And of course, my dad, being a Bigfoot enthusiast, that was his automatic assumption that it was Bigfoot. Uh, so he started walking the trails where he thought the noises were coming from. Uh, my nephew, also like crazy about Bigfoot, so he went with him. Uh, and they used to like place logs in the middle of the trail uh, to try to. Uh, like see if something would move them um nobody else walks up there it's it's on our property uh i was fully thinking they were trying to like booby trap like trip (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i i think that was that was part of the plan but uh i my my dad is under the assumption that he's a little smarter than that uh so one of the the logs they placed was they they placed it like high up um like i like seven feet up in this tree and they like across two trees you know they they placed this big uh stick thing across two trees and when they went back the next day to investigate something had squashed a squirrel like flat like squashed it flat where it's like blood it was it was horrifying uh sorry two squirrels and they had put it on either side of this stick that they'd hung in the tree and Oh my gosh, poor squirrel. Yeah, my dad is like, that's not something a a person would do, especially not in the back, like on our property. Why would somebody, and that's not how a squirrel falls from a tree, you know, perfectly placed on the beginning of the stick on either side of a a tree. Uh, So Artie Artie thought that was weird. so horrifying. Right? Uh, And he, like took that as kind of a warning like like stay stay out of here but of course he didn't because he wanted to to catch more bigfoot stuff uh so (laughs) they went hurt and your brother to just be like oh there's these horrifying noises that we can't identify let's just with our little tiny flesh and bone bodies just venture (laughs) off into this dangerous neck of the woods my god oh yeah yeah, it's amazing. I, I would have never, no thank you. Uh, especially after the, the squish squirrels. But they, they went back the next day and they found more like gigantic footprints. I think I sent you guys the cast of a uh, picture of the cast he took of the one he found like way far away from our house. Um, but there was more like right near where they had done all this log stuff. So uh, they, they kept going back until one night uh, and they don't go there anymore. Uh, something knocked a tree down, like a whole ass tree knocked a tree down two feet from where they were standing, almost right on top of them. Oh my gosh. They started hearing that, um, like monkey like noise again. And, uh, then it started like, it sounded like something was imitating an owl, but it was like this thing had never heard an owl before, had only heard the sound described to them. Oh. And uh, then went into like screaming, like a, a horrific 
blood-curdling scream over and over again, and it was, like, surrounding them, circling them. It's so interesting because as you're telling this story, there is a lot of interesting sounds behind you, and I think it's just from driving, but it almost does sound like a like a animal growling in the background. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm going over a fridge right now. The, the rumbling is that, but that, yeah. Nope, I've got Bigfoot in my backseat. Have, have your, uh, did your dad or brother or anyone in your family have they ever watched the like missing four one one those audio clips and or like any other audio clips of what people suspect Bigfoot to sound like and did that sound at all like what they were experiencing? <laughs> the, uh, on TV, there's a Bigfoot festival in Oregon every year. There are actually two of them. They go every every year to both of them. Oh, I love this. They are like. The, just they're Bigfoot hunters. I want to come. <laughs> Can they bring me? Uh, so this this all happens with the with the image of Bigfoot in your backseat, right? <laughs> uh, but that this all happened like two months ago, and then uh, like after they they hightailed it out of there, and we're like we're not going up there anymore. Those sounds from up in the woods had that stopped completely until about a week. Uh, uh, just about a week ago, uh, right before I was supposed to be on last week, uh, on Saturday night, those fucking noises were back all around me when I was in my backyard alone at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, no, no, no. Nope. They're so it, close <laughs> to your house. This is disturbing. It, yes. Uh, we are, are not super thrilled that whatever this is. And I, when they told me this whole story before my nephew said that night that it was like surrounding me uh sorry i'm getting a million text messages um he uh when they hightailed it out of there my my nephew swears to god he saw something that was walking on two legs too big to be a bear uh running past them while they were trying to get out of the woods oh my god oh my gosh i would perish right there i think of excitement of fear I don't, I can't even imagine. Also, Brianna, I'm a little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both. Okay, wait, I looked up the photos that you sent us in our email. There are so many pictures that your dad has captured of big footprints, and they're all kind of varying sizes, too. Like, there's yeah. clearly a family or, or multiple Bigfoots out there. That is that is his assumption that our, our backyard and his hunting grounds are like Bigfoot breeding grounds. <laughs> Holy crap. Which I, I love. Just popularizing the world with more Bigfoot. Corinne and I need to come have a slumber party. And we, yeah, also, find okay, Bigfoot. your dad is a hunter. Does he have any trail cams or any? Has he ever he, captured anything? He doesn't, which is the most surprising thing in the world. Um, he he has two out at his, like, normal hunting grounds, um, like, 40 miles, 50 miles away from us. Um, but we are, like, so our, our backyard is the woods, um, but in front of us is a little neighborhood, so we're too close to the city limits to actually hunt on our property. Mm. Uh, so he puts trail cams up where he goes hunting and he, because it's about to be hunting season, does not want to move them even after me insisting that he move them to our backyard so we can try to catch them. Yes. Okay. In fact, just buy one more, just one. I need something in your backyard or like along the tree line pointed at where those noises are coming from. 
right? If he doesn't, I will. <laughs> please, please, we beg of you, or I beg of you. <laughs> this seems like it's happening so frequently. And I mean, I just think that you're about to capture the world's best footage <laughs> of Bigfoot. And so I'm really excited. We are all here for it. Oh, I hope so. At one of those uh, Bigfoot festivals, we got to meet the guy that took the original picture of Bigfoot, that picture everybody knows. Yes. Uh, and and I, I need to be able to go back to the next one and, and show him my picture of Bigfoot. Yes. <laughs> yes. He will keep us updated. I mean, it sounds like we this are... is happening live. Yeah. So if you're in Discord, you should post these photos that you sent us to of, yeah. of the Bigfoot imprint. Oh, my God. Yeah, I totally need to do that. I keep meaning to join Discord, and Everyone I don't even have them. Uh, to see them. Yes. Yeah. They're incredible. Oh wow. my gosh. Okay. Oh my gosh. I, I can't wait. Hunters. I'm fangirling. <laughs> this is going to be, uh, I, I have a feeling there's going to be a massive sighting and you and your family are going to find evidence. Yeah. So much of it. So I'm, I might have more. So my dad is actually on his annual hunting trip right now uh, to the hunting ground two or 300 miles away from us where he caught the original pictures that I sent you guys. So maybe when he comes back, he'll have more stories. I can't wait to, I hope, I mean, I hope he's safe, but I also hope there's more evidence. Yes, me too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I'll let somebody else hop on. Thank you guys so Thank much. You. It's a pleasure Thank as always. You. Wait, real quick. What is your cat's name? Oh, that is the void or Prince V for short. <laughs> Prince V. I love, I love. Whoa. Oh my gosh. So sweet. That's or King V or Baby V or whatever we decide to call him yeah. that day. He, all like all cats, has a million names. <laughs> yes. Well, give him a little snuggle from me. Oh, absolutely. I'm on my way home to do that right now. Oh, great. All right. <laughs> a snuggle from me. Okay. Yes. Okay. Drive safely. Get home. Right. Safe. Bye. Bye. All right. Thanks, guys. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Okay, this is making me spiral into all of my Bigfoot thoughts again. But remember how 
there was all that stuff coming out like within the past two years where people were like, maybe Bigfoot is an interdimensional being and it's some sort of alien. Now Mm -hmm. I feel like this is making me think even more so that this could be the case given that the mimicking of an owl or the bird noises don't sound like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to say what I think. I'm all over the place right now. I need to digest what I just said. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say now, now I'm like, oh, they definitely are aliens because they didn't hear a real owl. They're just mimicking what was presented to them on another dimension or whatever. But Mm. then again, I'm like, okay, but the number of photos that Brianna sent us, and I'm sure these aren't even all of them. And the number of experiences that they're having, like the Bigfoot are there actively. Like they they hear the nature. They know what's out there. My thing is like when I heard that, I was thinking the the only thing we have to compare to what that sound was for Brianna and her family is an owl. But that mm. for Bigfoot and Big Feet, Bigfoot, they Bigfoot. it's a specific call. Like we don't know what it means, but the way that we communicate with one another, you know, is probably foreign to Bigfoot. True. And they have a specific call. You know how like birds have like specific songs they sing when they're trying to mate? Like Oh, yeah. It might mean specific things. Well, there's a whole thing going on on TikTok right now where there's a bird, I think, in, I don't know, it's some type of blackbird or whatever from the Nordic region of Europe. And the internet's going insane because they're like, oh my gosh, that bird is singing Barbie Girl, but really, Barbie, like, I'm a Barbie girl. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm trying to whistle, but I can't. The. <laughs> Like that is, I guess, the call of the bird that inspired. Oh, so everyone's like, "What came first, the Barbie song or the bird?" <laughs> that is so funny. I'll have to watch that. Can you send me one when you, if you if it comes? Yeah, up? I'll try. Okay, right. no, it'll definitely come my way soon. Wow, I am struggling with words tonight. Okay, Sorry. well then let's stop talking. Let's bring up Davy to talk for us. Um, okay, so Amazing. I'm gonna bring up Davy, and then after that, I'm gonna bring up Erica H. Hi, Davey. Hello. Hello. Okay, your Christmas photo with your dog is giving me the best. <laughs> and I know it's still not even Halloween, but now I'm getting excited. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was worried about putting that as the picture because I was like, it's too early to have my Christmas <laughs> photo. But it's the first picture I show anybody. If it's anybody's so interested in my dog. <laughs> oh, it kind of reminds I love me it. of the stepbrothers photo. You know, with uh, yes. sweaters. <laughs> that oh, is perfect. So oh my goodness. Okay, well, you right. teased some stories to us last week. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Can I respond to Brianna's really quick if you guys don't oh, mind? Absolutely. Because she said that kid saw a uh, a creature that was clearly not a bear because it was too big to be a bear. Too big? I would faint. I would be dead. I would just not exist anymore. Even saying a bear is scary enough to see something even larger and and like a no, yeah, creature. Oh, bigger. How do you even deal like, with that? Because I, if I saw that, I'd be like, well, I know that I can't outrun or outfight or out anything this creature. So I guess you just gotta hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So my um my alien story right i gotta take you guys back to um 2007 
things that were happening around then. Freaking Britney Spears shaved her head. The iPhone came out. I was in the middle of the forest, seven miles away from literally anybody else because that's where I lived. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm, I was probably like wearing Ugg boots with <laughs> right? for them jeans tucked in. Oh yeah. I was it was definitely. Choker I'd worn for three years yeah. straight. It was that time, wasn't it? We were all still trying to live the 90s. I was in my room playing Halo 3 had just come out. Just an alien shooting game was what I was playing on this night. My sister was downstairs next to um like a panoramic um window that we have not panoramic but so large that you actually got a huge view of the Catskill Mountains up in upstate New York oh beautiful um and she always was playing piano she was always she's she's the smarter one Katie if you're listening I love you she's the smarter one we're (laughs) twins And she was playing piano, and we had a view of our backyard. An important thing about our backyard, we lived on what was an old bluestone mine. Bluestone is a type of stone that's used to pave walkways. We were told that a lot of the walkways in New York City, the stone actually came from the mine that we live on, that we did live on back in 2007. Um, and that stone is 370 million years old for it to be blue stone. It needs to be at least that old. When you walk in our backyard, it's all exposed rock and you can see riddled in the rock where were old fossils of, um, of shells, just shells, not, not like fish or anything like that, but you could actually take off the rock in sheets and you would actually sometimes find a full shell, like not even the fossil, like, like a snail shell and you pick it up and it would turn into dust in your hand. Right. So I was like, yeah, I would tell my parents like, we need to get a paleontologist back here fast because they're going to find something incredible. Right. Well, apparently we didn't. So sorry. Yeah. Is there like a dog or like a dryer or washing machine? <laughs> My dog just finished his food and he is um, <laughs> licking his dog bowl. I will move to the other room. That's so cute. <laughs> if someone He's in the chat was like, it dinner. sounds like a woman is screaming in the background. Oh, no. So that I is... You know what? Pick things up. Let's get down to the, bo- like the mystery of what this background noise is. <laughs> right right all right i've used up i actually literally have a five minute timer going and i got two minutes left so let's get it going no it's all good um so everyone is everyone in the chat is saying we love your energy and your story (laughs) well thank you take your time um so Actually, that was all the setup I needed. That night, I was playing an alien shooting game, and my sister was playing piano, and she just stops for a while, right? And I'm just playing my game. I was like, okay, I I don't care what my twin sister's doing. I'm playing my video game. But then she calls me. I'm like, what? I'm playing my game. What do you need? And she was like, you need to get down here. So, like, I'm not used to her being serious. So I started going down the stairs and she's just staring out, out of the, out on the back view. 
And I go over and she's not talking to me. I was like, what are you, what's going on? And I look over and suspended completely still, like in a way that I can't even like process is like, it's a flying saucer, <gasps> right? Like no, it, it completely pitch black. It's not like it does. I can't even tell if it was spinning. Right. Because it was not emitting a light aside from underneath it. The uh, little spot in the backyard, the exposed rock was practically emitting its own light and lighting up the um, flying saucer itself. Right. It was really strange. Um, And I just saw something go underneath it. And then practically just disappear on its own and it rose up the roof and went straight over it rose up and it went right over our roof like in our direction oh my god right it was so close you watching you it's also i i I almost i almost feel like it it noticed our presence and it was like we gotta bug out or see okay in my mind it almost like waited for you to join your sister and see it right so so let's go yeah um i actually it was it was actually kind of great that i couldn't be on last week because i was like oh no um i'm gonna be on this thing now this thing this is gonna stress me out i need to call my sister and get her side of the story right because like I remember she she knew more than I did. She she was like talking about how she saw it in her peripheral vision and she actually saw it move to complete stop. Like it, it's still so eerie how still that was in the air. Like in a in a way that nothing else could be. Um and she said that she saw the movement of it from her peripheral vision and then she looked over and she totally saw something like basketball size come out from underneath it oh that that reminds me um the size of the saucer was probably no more than like 15 feet like wide okay right Mm -hmm. yeah it was some alien like a couple of aliens just taking out their personal (laughs) (laughs) right right and one of them's like i know where these really sweet fossils are let's check it out (laughs) Yeah, or like, hey, have you ever seen human twins? Let's go. <laughs> oh, no, Maybe it was about you. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. I really hope that they weren't interested in me. I, I'm not like you. I don't want to be abducted. <laughs> so Okay, wait, what was this? So your sister saw a, a smaller ball exit below it? She's Okay, she said that, you know how I said something kind of like came underneath it? and then disappeared into it. Um, she, that's why I'm saying, I think that she saw the same thing. And she, she just explained that she couldn't really see the details. It was just that it was basketball size. Hmm. You know? So, like, it was hard for her to see because this was actually really far away. You know? Um, we have, my parents had a lot of land and in upstate New York, seven miles away from anybody, that's a good place to like find a house and have a lot of land, you know, right. uh, for the price of a regular place. So, um, 
we were we were pretty far away. So for her to even see that come out from underneath, it was impressive in its own right. Well, it makes me wonder what was the thing that came out underneath? <laughs> How did it return right? to its little mothership? Like, were there aliens just taking a more permanent stay, examining the rock? And you guys are, you know, freaking out about what you just saw and not knowing that actually there are a few aliens just hanging out in your back. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe. The UFO was the I, end of it, but it wasn't. I was really, as a kid, just like in those woods all the time. I never really noticed anything that would really tip me off that that was the case. But that being said, aliens would be smarter, wouldn't they? <laughs> So yeah, you never know. Never know. Wow. Okay. Well, clearly there's something going on. Ooh, have you ever looked into ley lines? Do you think that your house is potentially near one? Because I know people have theorized that a lot of UFO and just generally a lot of like paranormal and otherworldly activity ends up lining up with ley lines quite often. There's like these huge clusters of activity and so i wonder if maybe something with the rock or the energy of of where your house was was sort of like i don't know an attraction to the aliens interesting no this is actually the first time i ever heard anything like that to be honest i didn't even know ley lines was a thing i had to look it up while you're talking about it but no i don't really believe so much open land that that could have just been like, you know, they felt safe there. Right. Well, it's interesting because it was a heavily wooded area. And aside from that, we're only the only place that had a fully exposed rock, no trees to really grow in that general spot, you know? So it is kind of a sore thumb in the middle of the woods. Like you come into a random clearing and it's all that exposed rock. So maybe it, could have been interesting for them and for that reason i just i felt like maybe it was due to the fossils maybe they're checking those out right what if those fossils are theirs well okay jenny in the chat (laughs) said i love what jenny said she wrote maybe they lost something in the rock millions of years ago and they're just trying (gasps) to find it you know scavenger hunt so um, one weird thing about those rock formations is there's huge air pockets in some of them. So bluestone is a type of sandstone, right? It just It's just stronger than sandstone. More, um, I don't really know the word, but it's been turned into rock for a longer period of time. And so it's a stronger form of sandstone. But it even has, like, ancient water, like, trapped within that rock. But I wonder if some of those um, air pockets that were there, like, did they create them by taking something out? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I I keep thinking back to when you first described this rock, too, and told us that it's used for driveways, which just blows my mind that we take something so beautiful and magical and we crumple it up and make a driveway. <laughs> um walkways it's walkways oh, walkways okay yeah still though still <laughs> <laughs> no it, it is quite interesting i don't think there there's some areas that were back there that they had done some of this mining process and when i'm talking about mining i'm not talking about like digging caves it, it, they like take this machine that's kind of like an earthquake machine 
and they agitate the earth and uh, allow the the rock to naturally make itself into sheets when it's breaking apart and they take those sheets away so when they get to yeah how do you know so much about this (laughs) i live there i just found it interesting (laughs) you're just a natural historian for these rocks (laughs) i love this so much (laughs) man so i i guess when they got to the okay i'm really glad to hear i was i was worried i was like most of this story i'm gonna tell is about like the area and less about the flying saucer even though it was a very striking moment you know well it adds so much to the story too because we can start to theorize as to why they were there and what was happening in the area yeah yeah who knows like i didn't even really have all my neighbors are kind of (laughs) weird like they're they're difficult to talk to Maybe they are. Yeah, they're like, oh, "Oh, these are the new people that were going to disturb them by looking at their backyard. Are you watching The Watcher? Is anyone else watching The Watcher? Because this is like reminding me of The Watcher now where all of the neighbors are somehow kind of involved and it's creepy and cult-like. And so now I'm just imagining you live amongst aliens and they're trying to get you to become an alien. I moved, and I'm glad I moved. And if I was being watched, I prefer to not be. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It was sort of like the I can't remember the Truman Show, the Jim Jim Carrey one too, where it's like yeah. if everyone else was around you, if if they were all aliens and right. happened to see some of them returning home and getting into their skin suit. Right. Right. Hey, you know what? Sometimes I get home or it's the other day, and I'm like, I don't want to be in the skin suit anymore. <laughs> no. I get That's it. That's because you're an alien, Sabrina. We all know it. Am I still surrounded by aliens? Is that what you're telling yeah, I me? I think that's what we're realizing. <laughs> Davey, Davey Chris, I, and I just texted on the side, and we think we are going to pitch to you two girls, Davy and a ghost. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's our new show. It's a spinoff. Uh, we need to absorb your energy all the time. It's so great. Yeah. Well, I love you guys, and I feel like you're much more courageous than me to to be putting yourself in the situation of hearing all these stories. I'm shaking my boots over here sometimes. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, and thank you for sharing this story with us and your amazing Christmas photo with us. Because <laughs> no problem. And his name's Rico, by the way. I'll make this short. Rico is short for Puerto Rico because I'm half Scottish and I'm half Puerto Rican. I like to call myself Scottorican. He's a Scottish breed dog. He's named Rico for Puerto Rico, so he can be Scottorican too. Oh my God, baby, we love you. (laughs) That's such a twin thing for you to do, Davey, is to make your dog also partially your twin. Yeah, so I'm a triplet now, right? Yeah. (laughs) Excellent. So cute. Thank you so much for joining us. This was delightful. No problem. I love being in here and I love hearing you guys talk to other people. Have a wonderful night. You too. Bye. I just feel so like, I feel like Davey, I wonder if Davey gets this a lot. Like, Davey just has this energy that lifts other people up. Well, Davey actually reminds me a lot of my brother Christian because you can tell. That he's smiling when he's talking. Yes. And my brother, like, cannot talk without smiling. That's so sweet. 
Yeah, my mom always says And then it makes so everyone twinkly. else smile. Yeah. It's so, yeah. It's a contagious happiness, which I love. Everyone's energized again after I, apparently, you're not supposed to whisper at night. Maria said that in the chat. So I'm sorry to everybody who might have to cleanse their spaces. I did not know. But apparently, if you do that, spirits don't necessarily know that you're, how it's happening or, or what's happening. But Maria said, don't do that. They will come for you. Interesting. Well, I can't whistle. So that's at least a bonus for me. The only mm-hmm. good thing about not whistling. I used to be able to whistle, but now I can't. I don't know. What happened? It's a it's a glitch in the matrix. <laughs> glitch in the matrix. Wait, I had a glitch in the matrix. You did. It's going to sound so stupid. And part of me was like, did I make this up? But I know I didn't. But it, it's a silly, quick little one. So yesterday, I was taking off my nightgown <laughs> to put into the wash. And it's a nightgown that has, it's striped. And it has buttons all the way down. I call it my Ghosts of Christmas Past nightgown. Mm-hmm. And I, as I was unbuttoning the entire thing to put into the wash, I was thinking to myself, like, God, this is going to be such a bitch to rebutton. I don't know why I'm unbuttoning the whole thing. But I did. I unbuttoned the entire thing, immediately stuck it in the wash. And when I took it out of the dryer, it was fully buttoned up. So I don't know Which how my dryer lovely. did that. Or if I was just being looked out for from the other side, because they were like, God, we can't, we can't let this like one more thing get to Corinne or she's going to fall into a puddle on <laughs> Go the floor over the today. edge. Yeah. They were protecting me, I think. Some weird little glitch. My nightgown was buttoned. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> so stupid. It's so helpful. I love it. Yeah. Uh, it's such like a small thing that you were concerned about and the, that your spirits your guardians, your guides, whatever, whoever it was, were like, let's just help Corinne out. I know. One little way. It was nice. But <laughs> I have to read this from the chat. Okay. Su- Susie just said, where I come from, Greenland, if we whistle under the northern lights, the northern lights will cut our heads off and use it as a ball because northern lights means our ancestor, our ancestors are playing soccer. Oh, what? what? What a <laughs> aggressive way to make sure nobody whistles at night. Susie, you need to share more beliefs from Greenland because it I know, sounds fascinating. Incredible. Oh, I want to see the Northern Lights so badly. I know, me too. But There's then apparently a place if you're in Pennsylvania. Amazed. Oh, wait, what? There's a place apparently in Pennsylvania. I don't know specifically where it is, but you can see them there. Okay. Well, or also in Minnesota too. I'm sure like the tippy top of Maine. Yeah. We could, we could view some there. My oh, dad's go growing up in like rural New Hampshire. So yeah. We're I close, go to, close to seeing them one day. I want to do like a Alaskan cruise. I did what that. if we did a, a, a live TGOG show on an Alaskan cruise? Okay. Well, here's the thing. That would be amazing. Number one, but number two, we wouldn't be able to see the Northern Lights, but if we went in the dead of summer to Alaska, that is when you would be able to get me to agree to a 24-hour-long TGOG campfire story. We have to do it. Because the sun is up, except for like, I don't know, 90 minutes. So I would actually be able to stay awake because the sun would be. No, Corinne, the, the best part about a 24-hour ghost story Lollapalooza is what I'm calling it or hootenanny, whatever word you want to use is the delusion that comes with it. 
we okay. have to be in like a spooky place. We can wear comfy sweats the whole time. We can wear our TGOG, our ghost little matching set that we have, and just loot like just lose get loopy. Get, get loopy. loopy with us. Get loopy. <laughs> okay, I did tell Erica H that they would be up next. So Erica, let's um bring is this, this a Joshua tree to an end. Erica, what's the tree in your in your profile? It is a Joshua tree. <gasps> Way to go, oh, Corinne. Hell yeah. I was just telling Sabrina the other day, it took until last year for me to realize Joshua tree was actually just the name of a tree. I thought it was one place that people went to go see one single tree. And I was very confused as to why everyone was going to this one tree. But <laughs> I used to think that too. You're not alone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. Um, well, thank you for choosing me. Um, I don't get to us. listen live very often. So like one of the very few times you actually chose me. Yay. Um, big fan listening for a long time. Um, you guys are bring Halloween all year long. So yes, um, thank do. you. Um, okay, quick story. Um, I have like a couple of stories, but the one I kind of wanted to tell you was um, from a while ago. I grew up in um, uh, Sonora, California, which is like a mining town. And they have some like historical, you know, state parks where you can walk around on you know, take a ride in a stagecoach and pan for gold and stuff like that. Um, and uh, they have an old theater in, this is in Columbia, California. It's called the Fallon House Theater. Um, you know, it's in like, you know, books of hauntings in California. And Ooh. it's, you know, you can look it up and I'm looking it up. It's all right about the ghosts now. The Fallon House Theater. And, um, uh, so I, I was in high school. I was probably like 16 or 17. And uh, my friend who kind of grew up in the theater out there, she was working on a show at um, at the Fallon House. And she worked in a, I don't remember exactly like what show it was or what her position was, but her position allowed her to have keys to the place. Mm. <laughs> so we decided for her birthday that we would spend the night we'd sneak in and stay the night <laughs> and um so my boyfriend at the time we went and saw the show that she was working on whatever it was I don't remember and then um the show got out we met up with my friend and uh, we had to wait a while so everybody could shut down the building and you know leave for the evening mm -hmm. so um we decided to get in my boyfriend's car and we kind of drove around the old town, you know, just kind of doing loops and passing time. And we made our way up to, so, yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> so, I'm nervous. <laughs> you don't sound nervous at all. This is great. We're well, this is the whole thing. This You're is kind of a story that's full of, like, coincidences. You know, not, you know, you could explain it away really easy, but it was, like, a lot of weird things happening all, all at the same time. Yeah. Okay, so we made our way up to the cemetery, and this is, like, an old, like, standard spooky cemetery, like, 1800s headstones that you can't read anymore, yeah. um, but it's still like an active cemetery um so but it's uh how it's laid out you kind of drive up this single lane road you go into the iron gates and you can kind of do a loop around the cemetery and then 
leave through the same way you came in. So there's one entrance, one exit. Um, and so it's dark at this time. It's, you know, we're all just kind of like just passing time. Um, so we go up to the cemetery and we go to do the loop. And as soon as we cross that, cross the threshold into crossing the gate, um, it starts like dumping down rain, like sheets of like, we couldn't even see through the windshield. It was raining so hard, but yeah, it was really spooky. And so we're like slowly creeping around doing the loop around the cemetery. And then as soon as we leave, we cross that threshold again, it stops. (laughs) It like totally stops raining. And we're like, oh, that was really weird. (laughs) Just like a random cloud of intense rain. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, oh, that was weird. Um, Okay. So like, we just keep going, keep going. And, you know, an hour or two passes and we go back down to the theater and uh, my, my boyfriend whose car we were in driving this whole time, turns off the car, we get, you know, our overnight bags out, we open the door, we go back in, you know, we get all set up for the evening and then we're saying goodbye. And his, uh, his car doesn't start like his battery died after we'd been driving for an hour <laughs> what and like and then me and my friends start kind of freaking out because okay now we have to call for help because he can't go anywhere we're at a place that we shouldn't be at in the first place <laughs> you know so yeah. like we have to do it so we call his dad his dad comes and jumps the car and we're just he's like so what are you guys doing and we're like oh we're waiting for our ride we were just helping him and oh, we're not staying the night in a into a locked theater um and so he leaves he goes on his way that's the second weird thing that happened and so we get into the theater and it, it you know if you've been into like an old 1800s type building you know it's kind of creepy it has like an old you know smell to it the the floor is like really creaky and mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. just a creepy environment and then on top of it we're you know we're not supposed to be there it's like you know, big secret. And it's so we get, we get all set up and we kind of walk around the theater and, and there's a show going on at the time. So everything's kind of set up to, you know, for tomorrow's show. And so we don't really like mess around in the auditorium or anything like that. We mostly spend our time downstairs in the green room, uh, which is, you know, where they have couches and stuff. That's where we were going to sleep. And mm-hmm. um, the costume room where they have all of the clothes you know the costumes yeah um it's it's pretty much like the very back of this bottom story and which is underneath the stage and it's packed full of clothes like just rows and rows and rows of clothes and you can't walk through without being in the middle of all of these like petticoats and tutus and (laughs) and like clown wigs and which would scare me because i'd be like who is hiding within these racks of clothes, right? Yeah. And it's I, I was, spooky. it's already spooky, but like we're getting comfortable and we go into the costume room thinking, oh, let's find something for, you know, like prom or home, whatever was coming up. We're like, yeah, let's find something cool to wear. And uh, so we're just shopping, you know, we're like going through, we're trying stuff on. And then as we're in there, we're underneath the stage and then we can hear like people talking and like walking around upstairs like men talking and then like lifting up boxes and putting them down and like moving stuff it sounds like people came in to move you know move house 
and we're like, what, who? And it's, it's probably like after midnight at this point, you know, Mm -hmm. and we're like, what is going on here? And she's not the only one with the keys, obviously, you know, other people do. So now we're like, just standing there listening. And then we hear like the piano play a little bit. And it's mostly, it just sounds like people are upstairs. And so we get really like, oh my gosh, we're about to get caught. (laughs) And so we start to like kind of freaking out. And then, um, you know, we, we turn off all the lights and we close the doors and stuff and we just get really quiet and then it just kind of fades away. And so we go back upstairs and we look around and nothing is different nothing has changed you know everything is just how it should be so that was like really weird we looked at each other we're like we just heard ghosts like yeah and it sounded like real people but you know that alone is freaky on its own but then when you say oh what happened in the cemetery um and then his battery died and you know it's just a couple things all in a row that yeah it makes sense like it easily could have been a horror movie like all of these things in like pattern with the like following one another yeah and i yeah. mean it doesn't sound like a negative experience once you got to the theater i mean it's definitely terrifying a little spooky but to know that like you were not alone and there are spirits there but it kind of sounds like it's just a haunted theater yeah yeah it, it, it you know nothing like followed me home or anything like right. that but we at yeah, the time yeah. we were like oh my gosh we're about to get caught she's gonna lose her job she's never gonna yeah. be able to work here again and we just got like kind of freaked out and uh and then we we didn't get much sleep that night (laughs) we were really freaked out that someone was going to walk in on us or something but um that was just a fun story but that whole town you know that whole area is covered in ghosts and hauntings and but that was just it's so fun i love that i i want to have a friend who has the keys to a haunted theater now just so that we can maybe not stay the night because that feels a little scary but just to explore at night sounds so mm-hmm. fun yeah yeah well um i i live in the in the bay area now and uh, my husband's birthday is just a couple of days before halloween um uh, so every really year we in. yay every year we try to do something spooky on his birthday you know so this year we are last year we did the winchester mystery house that was fun oh, and this cool. year we're going to the uss hornet museum which is out in alameda and it's like a world war ii aircraft carrier and we've done it a couple of times before and we've had some some interesting experiences so uh we we just wanted to go back oh that is awesome well you'll have to let us know if anything happens oh yeah yeah i've emailed you guys i think once before but i could i could email again um yeah, I wish I had some like spooky, scary stories. Those are my favorites. <laughs> I love getting <laughs> the, the darker, the scarier. Ooh, the aliens, the and whole the month of October, cryptids. basically. Yeah, oh, I would argue yeah. something making the battery die in the car and trying to keep you yeah, out true. on the street. It's probably one of the most horrifying things <laughs> I've ever heard. That yeah. is so scary. Yeah, and then there's just something like. Um, like internal that happens when you're like I'm stranded I'm trapped I can't go anywhere (laughs) absolutely yeah very unsettling like all your instincts are like what is wrong why is this yeah 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 well Well, thank you for so much yay thanks for sharing with us we're so glad you can join us tonight and and that you could come up when you were able to join the live 
Yay. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm going to be listening a little bit more often now. And, uh, you know, in, in my spare, in my downtime, you guys are always in my ears, like doing Aww, dishes and <laughs> doing laundry and <laughs> stuff like that. So keep up that. the good work. Thank you. Have a thank great you, night. Anita. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I haven't I love you smiling all. this I entire know. time. My I cheeks know. are, oh, I love this. Full transparency. I was having a hard day today. And so this really just brought me my levels up real, real nice. Great. So you get that dopamine that. drip and this is helping. You know where else you get dopamine, Sabrina, is when you're with me in Massachusetts. So I'll never stop asking you to move here. <laughs> yeah. Well, like we mentioned at the top of today today's campfire stories next week we will have claire goodchild from black in the moon on she'll be talking about all things spiritual her new book coming out and do some tarot card readings for all of us that will be super exciting and then we will continue the week after that with additional ghost stories we will appreciate you and we will see you see you on the other other side. side bye very spooky Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you want to join the conversation or share your ghost stories with us, just download the Spotify Live app available in the App Store now and sign up for free. You can even use your Spotify login. Easy. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly and spooky encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night and unable to sleep. Hence the campfire. So download Spotify live for free today and follow Campfire Stories to get notified every time we light the fire. We cannot wait to hear your ghost stories. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.